Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The Teacher Podcast is a little bit like drunk history. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. For this episode of Classroom Brew, I'll be honest, I'm trying a different microphone um, just to kind of see how things go in terms of different different types of sound. Uh, I just wanted to try this one out. This is going to, it might sound a little bit different. I'm going to try to process it the same way I would my normal audio from unusual mics, but um, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see how this turns out. Um, yeah. So right now it's a nice, quiet, rainy night in Chicago and it's a Friday. So I'm just kind of sitting here relaxing, kind of thinking about what's been going on this week. And my biggest issue that I've been having this week isn't always the the kids in the building. It's been the adults. And I guess I'm just wondering, like, how do you get to a point where there's no professional courtesy anymore? <laughs> there's There's been a number of times where a particular community asset that is in our building one to two times a week, uh, she will poll kids for some organization. Fantastic. I support it. 100%. Now, that doesn't mean you walk into my room and go, yeah, I got to grab so-and-so when I'm literally in the middle of opening my lesson or at a key point in my direct instruction. It got to a point where I was like, no, you need to pull them later. Like, I got to make an announcement. No, you're not going to do that now. What you do does not trump what I do just because you're coming and going and in passing. And so that's been my my number one, what's the word? Frustration, I guess. It got to the point where I, I denied them uh, the chance to do an announcement in that exact moment because I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I'm, I'm trying to actually get these kids somewhere. And this is a group that they actually don't have a permanent teacher in all of their subject areas. They have a rotating sub or a sub that's there for maybe two weeks if they're lucky. So I'm at some point, for some of these kids, all they have in the middle of the day. And then the rest of the day is like a class that doesn't really, I'll just say it. It's not taken seriously by kids because there is an effort on the part of the teacher. Not going to say the subject. I think I paused for about 50 minutes in my brain deciding if I was going to be explicit or not or candid with you guys or not. But you all know the teacher in the class in your building that I'm talking about. Come on. So I, I guess I was thinking about how if I'm the, the one that's like their core teacher or something like that, I'm not saying that, you know, they, my class is the most important thing in their entire life. I'm not saying that at all. But there is, again, back to professional courtesy, like you don't shout out, you don't interrupt somebody when they're like, read the room, literally. I tell my kids that all the time. So how is this person that provides, helps provide with her organization, you know, different uh, coping skills and talk therapy and, you know, a different way to handle the stresses that kids in the city face? How does that person not have a certain level of awareness, that social awareness that you sort of need to navigate the world? That blows my mind. And I'm not one for kind of calling someone out in front of students. If if I have an issue with somebody, uh, I might bring it up like later in the day if I have a moment with them. Uh, Or sometimes it's not that big a deal. It's just kind of something I can just like, whatever, just don't care. Yeah, in this case, I called it out like, no, 
We're in a very important moment right now. I need you to not interrupt my class. They can, I will send them up. Tell me what room to put them in. Cool. Go. I didn't say that part. This is me saying it in my head after the fact, not in the moment. But the tone, I could tell, you know, if my kids at this point have had me for almost an entire year, uh, especially because a couple of kids, they've had me for more than one class at this point. Uh, so they, they know me pretty well. They can kind of read my facial expressions and the tone of my voice. I'm sure body language, everything, which is a good thing, right? But this, this part made me laugh because this, this happens, this semi-interaction between a, a passing adult that just barges into my room and, you know, tries to mess my shit up. And uh, as soon as they leave, they're like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you can't, you can't not laugh at a high schooler going, mm, 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 when something happens between an adult, they're like, mm, mm, you should have known better. <clears throat> that was the, that was an amazing moment for me. There was even another student that was like, you know, you don't interrupt Mr. F when he's talking. Uh, it's a student that maybe they've seen another student like interrupting direct instruction when it's like, this is important stuff for you to hear. It was, it was funny. It's, it's almost like it's fun when you have in a school with low motivation. It's fun when there's those kids that speak up that care about their education, that want to learn from you and kind of advocate for that. Like, mm, don't interrupt when Mr. F is talking right now. We're trying to learn something from this man. So that was kind of fun. So mm, mm, mm. can't uh, really can't be any any candid stories like that. So I, I have this um, this thought that I keep having, where I had Steve on from Too Much Scrolling, who I had as a teacher when I was in middle school. So way back in the day, well, maybe not. I'm not trying to date myself or Steve. Sorry, Steve, if you're listening. Um, but I was thinking about the types of students that teachers were. And to me, when I was in school, I always thought it was the kid that, you know, never, never missed an assignment or like had all the answers, was constantly like buddy, buddy with the teachers. Or maybe they had a parent that was a teacher. So they would see, especially if their parent worked at the school that they went to as a student, that was huge because I'm sure they saw, you know, teachers that they might have had or that their friends had all the time in a social setting, assuming it was like a cordial, friendly relationship, right? Between their parent that's a teacher and, the other adults at the time. So I had this, this idea in my head. Uh, and then I thought about me as a student. And this is something that now I'm going to be very curious moving forward whenever I have someone on the show to ask them about. Like, hey, what kind of student were you? And so I figured, I guess a good way to start that off before I actually dive into it with other people is my own experience as a student. So let's start from the beginning. Kindergarten. I am sure, and in recent years through social media, uh, my former kindergarten teacher actually was, she kind of was reaching out and she found a bunch of her former students. And uh, my kindergarten teacher, I loved her. Uh, my sister had her before her, so I was, uh, before me, so I was very excited hearing all these amazing things from my sister. And I almost feel like I was the annoying shithead, you know? I became a little bit quieter later in life, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, at a certain point, but I'm pretty sure I, I did not know. I would have been my worst nightmare as as a teacher. Me as a student would have been my worst nightmare because I probably didn't know when to shut the hell up because I just needed to talk about everything at every single moment. And uh, I remember I was very resistant to reading, which is hilarious because I constantly tell my kids, we're going to be reading this, this, and this today, or we've got four documents today. Uh, we finished up a two-week segment at this point where there was about 20 documents now, granted, not that much, but even still, like for me, it's like, come on, the best way to learn to read is to actually read. 
But it, it's almost funny because I was so resistant to reading and I got a note in my yearbook. Like, you know, the, the teachers and your friends sign it. And so last day of kindergarten, uh, I get a note from my kindergarten teacher and she just goes, keep reading. I mean, she put other stuff in there, but the, the ending was keep reading, which fantastic, you know, advice coming from a teacher, especially because kindergarten's pretty young. You're still kind of learning. Well, you're definitely still learning to read. Uh, so it's funny now that I'm essentially teaching a literacy class where there is so much reading and so much reading support uh, that I'm, you know, focusing on on a daily basis. So that's just kindergarten. Now, fast forward, I became a very organized person and a minimalist because in second grade, I had a teacher that told me, she kind of called me out, I was very messy. And from about second grade to fourth grade, I would constantly leave stuff in my desk that I should have been bringing home for homework. <laughs> so at one point, my mom had to take me back every so often. My sister had to take me back every so often. Anna, who's been on the podcast, she's had to take me back too. At the time, she was in high school, which is crazy. <laughs> and, and at one point in second grade, we had to clear out my desk and kind of organize it because clearly my mom saw what was going on. She's like, this isn't going to work. No wonder this kid doesn't remember shit when it's time to actually do his work. Fast forward like a week or so, some kid is being called out by a teacher for not having their work or whatever, and the whole class laughs. And I swear to you, this is my buddy that's getting called out, so I don't laugh. I probably, honestly, I probably wasn't even paying that much attention. Um, but she kind of turns to me and goes, what are you laughing at, Ryan? And I was like, wasn't laughing. Your mom had to help you clean out your desk last week. And I was like, come on, dude. Why you got to call me out like that? You're calling out this kid. Now you're calling out me. What is this, the roast? Are you Jeff Ross? In all honesty, I, I, I liked my second grade teacher too. There were only like maybe three or four teachers I didn't like. But that was such a profound moment for me where I was told... You're so messy and disorganized, you can't get stuff done, and I'm going to call you out for it. And now if you look at my classroom, for example, there's very minimal stuff. There's not a lot of clutter. There's one file cabinet. For, it's a two-drawer for missing work. There's a table. It has an inbox. My desk is there. It has a computer and one basket. And now I'm so hypervigilant about staying organized. So kind of funny how that translated, but it's crazy how much different I was back then. On to middle school and high school. Now these ones, I'm making a big jump and I'm lumping them together because at this point, I pretty much became the student that I was going to be. You can almost even lump in college for the, the work ethic at least. But my goal at this point was to never do any work at home. Even if it meant skipping one or two things, uh, I kind of would play the game of, well, I can still get an A if I do this, this, and this. And you know what? I can take this day off because I want to do this. That was the game that I was playing, even in high school. Now, especially when I was like a junior and senior in high school, so I was taking like higher level French classes, we had this class called peer tutoring. And no, I guess that was another origin too of becoming a teacher, right? And really, no one would come in to you know, get tutoring because it was during classes, it's not like we have open campus. So I just sat in this one little, there was like a little computer lab in the library. And you could either, I guess you could play games, but I would just do my homework because it was due the next period. Now, granted, probably not the best to put it off until the morning of, but I had 90 minutes in a block schedule. So I guess that kind of translated too, where it's like, I don't like bringing stuff home. Now it happens as a teacher, obviously, but I love to avoid that because I love the 
you know, separation of work and home, happy place and place of work. I don't want to say happy place and sad days because that's not the case, I promise. So if I'm thinking about, because, you know, college and grad school, that's a different story. I don't teach college and graduate students, undergrad and graduate students. But if I'm thinking about myself as a high school student, I would have been that really under-the-radar kid. I would have gotten my stuff in, probably been that low-A, mid-B student for the average class, probably one that I wasn't challenging myself a whole lot. But I wonder if I would have even... Because I, I worry about the attention that I have to you know, put into the kids that are struggling or the kids that have behavior issues and you have to redirect and redirect and positive reinforce, positive reinforce. And really, when you think about all the time that you spend in a week allocating your mental and physical resources on different kids, there's clearly going to be one or two that are left out. You're just human, right? It's not like you can divide a, a divide a 50-minute period and say, okay, I've got 25 of you. You each get two minutes of my time. I'm sure you could run it th that way. I'm sure it's great. But realistically, you're not going to get to everybody. Sometimes you need to, to work with a kid for six or seven minutes, seven or eight, nine or ten. Another kid is like, cool, I got you. You gave me the direct instruction at the beginning of class, I know how to, how to do this. I got a new skill. Cool. I'm good to go. But that's not always the case. And so I was 100% the kid that would just say that, yep, cool. Yep, 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 yep. Get off my back. Don't bother me. Cool. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of something that I've, I've thought about. I also know that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this more because I've had a couple of different dreams recently where I was a student at the school that I worked at, but people were kind of aware that that I was a, a teacher at one point, which is weird. It's like, what, did he get demoted or something? To They took his all of his degrees, and now he's he's a student at this school. Uh, so that's kind of what got me got me thinking about that. So it's something that I kind of want to go into a little bit. I didn't want to go too long with that. I'm hoping other guests will be able to dish out plenty of awesome stories, and or at least interesting. Uh, maybe it's something that's traumatizing, like clean out your fucking desk, Ryan, or something like that. But I am looking forward to, to hearing about that. So this was, um, I don't know, we'll see if this episode actually finds its way to the podcast feed. It's really just kind of sitting here, got a little bit of time to kill, nothing really planned until tomorrow. So I was like, eh, whatever, we got a mic, we want to try it out and see how it sounds. So yeah, thanks for uh, listening to my, my childhood trauma, <laughs> my childhood trauma, no. Um, but if it is something that uh, if you've had... Maybe you had a dream or something like that. We've all had the dream that we have, we show up for finals or we miss a final and it's like, oh shit, uh, I haven't been here all semester or the dream that like you're late to class. Um, probably because I could technically be late to class as a teacher. So, uh, but if you, if you had, have any of those thoughts at any point, shoot me a, shoot me an email, classroombrew at gmail.com or you can DM me at classroombrew on your favorite social media. If you could as well, if you're listening in iTunes or iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, wherever, you can give us a rating and review. So whatever stars you feel like, be nice. And, uh, and maybe a word or two. Uh, no big pressure, but that does help us out with the show. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube where we post full-length video podcast clips and everyone's favorite, the video podcast highlight clips, which are usually about 45 seconds or so just to kind of give you a little bit of a taste of what's going to happen that week. Usually the comedic side, because that's the hope for most of these episodes. Uh, but I think you guys really like those those highlights. So you can check those out on Instagram and YouTube. Just search Classroom Brew. All right, that was really it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, class dismissed.